0: when a bluesman grabs a guitar and when they take a chord and they bend that chord, it's like Neo in the Matrix bending the matrix.
1: I mean, it is said that people can live without most things in the world, but you cannot live without meaning and purpose. It always leads to death, either physical suicide Uh, or killing other people, (laughs) or the death of a soul. Welcome to the Building Forth podcast, where we explore the perennial philosophy from various lenses, including the psychological, theological, spiritual, conventional, and esoteric. Today I am joined by my co-host Fred Lynch, where we talk about finding hope and meaning in what often feels like disorder. We hope that you will find this episode validating and inspiring. All right, well, um, hi, I'm Doug Scott, and I'm here with my co-host.
0: Hey, I'm Fred, Fred Lynch. <laughs> Look at this, here we go. I
1: know it's exciting. Launching, the uh, first one. The first Launching one. Launching out. And, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what this podcast is, what we're hoping to do with this endeavor that mm-hmm. we've got going on. Um, we have been feeling this call, and it. I started for me about a, a month ago um, just wondering, well, what could I bring to the table just knowing that I don't have very much of the picture, I don't see very much, but what little I see, um, if I can offer that in a spirit of love and generosity as... Is I feel like it was given to me mm-hmm. and handed on, um, then that's my joy to do. Right. So I've been thinking about that for a while. And then you and I had lunch last week and just talking and hearing your desire, your vocation. And I'm I, immediately in my mind, it's like, well, Fred, Fred's got to be a, a part of it. <laughs> so, well, thank you so, so much. I'm so grateful you said yes.
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I, uh, for I think of so many uh, moments of my journey that I can reflect back on and see those moments where, like, there was this step forward, this movement forward. Uh, And some of it has kind of come in places of meandering. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I didn't know that I was stumbling into a door. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden the door opens and it's like, oh, you can hear the angels sing in the background, you know. And now I'm caught up on a whole new route, right? A whole new part of the journey, and uh, so many of times, many times that has come through podcasts. Oh yeah, listening to podcasts. Yeah, and, me too. And listening to people in conversation. Uh, and some folks don't like kind of the long form conversation mm-hmm. because it's like it takes so long. But it's amazing how many jewels are dropped along the way. Yeah. And so many times those jewels was like, oh, I'll put the podcast on pause because (laughs) they'd said a book or they mentioned a name or they said something that for some weird reason, five weeks ago, I was just thinking about that same thing. And and it's all like, there's this tapestry that like, it's almost seeing the backside of the tapestry Mm. and all of those weird strings and threads that seem like there is no sense to them connecting. It's like looking at the backside of the tapestry yeah. through long-form conversation. That it's like, okay, so let's just continue on this. And to me, it's a joy huh. to possibly, uh, perhaps, uh, be a part of that long-form conversation. And so, when I say conversation, not just a conversation between two people, yeah. but I'm talking about a syn- s- like a synthetic or a synth, a synthesis of ideas and concepts and and notions and feelings and uh, just that seems almost ghostly like how could this connect to that and that connect to this but it's like over time now that I look back in retrospect I realize he's been there all all along. Yeah. (laughs) That that journey has been a journey of divine uh, beauty revealing herself constantly just like peekaboo, here I am, <laughs> peekaboo, come on, follow this way, follow that way. And to someone looking off, I would think you're just seeing some dude just kind of going, whether it's circles or whatever, but from above, it's like, no, there's this kind of spiral, upward movement that you're taking place in. Yeah. So to be a part of a possible podcast, my biggest hope would be let us be a part of a divine conversation.
1: Oh, wow. Yes, I I love that. That's beautiful. You said so many rich things there. Um, One of the things that you and I had talked about before, too, is this sense of jazz. Yeah. uh, Where jazz has a structure and a melody, but the melody is usually really simple. Yes. It's, It's the the improvisation that happens based upon the melody between two or more people. Yes. (laughs) So then you get something that is unique, uh, and coherent at the same time. Right. And with that in mind, I wondered if this first podcast could, um, maybe we could introduce a little bit of what maybe some of the themes could be, Mm -hmm. uh, some of the depth that we hope to touch upon, but also, um, I was wondering if the first one, in terms of the structure, could have a hope, a message of hope. Because mm-hmm. right now, um, hope is, I think it can be defined in a way that is not so ethereal, you know, right. kind of air uh, like, mm-hmm. but rather something super grounded and embodied in the here and now with us. Um, and maybe we can give that to each other and, and anybody else that's listening the message of hope for this first yeah. session
0: yeah, uh, I, back uh, years ago uh, President Obama, he wrote a book called The Audacity of Hope mm-hmm. and he got that from his pastor that preached a sermon called The Audacity of Hope and it was, I think it was uh, an Easter sermon mm-hmm. so it was a resurrection celebration and talking about uh, the audacity that you have to have to hope, you know, the hope in the face of no hope and uh, I think that, like, where we are, uh, you know, one of the things you don't always like to do is date your podcast when you start it, but it's it's quite interesting. Today, we're starting in the middle of a war on the other side of the planet. Uh, Just today, I don't know if you know, uh, but uh, another killing, uh, unfortunately, a police shooting Mm. uh, of a black male uh, who was unarmed. Uh, he was Congolese, uh, so and I think he was a Congolese American. I don't know the yeah. whole story, but he was up in up north, kind of northwest, kind or mid what nor- north. So kind of, oh, I say mid north. Uh, I think up in the like Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay, and uh, he was stopped by police, and he panicked and he ran mm-hmm. and grabbed the guy's taser, and the policeman had him on the ground and shot him in the head. Oh God. You, I mean, you, we, we look all around us and there are things that like are constantly telling us why hope, don't hope, you know, what, you know, this is all going to hell in the handbasket.
1: Yeah. Quick. Feels that way. It Mm -hmm.
0: feels that way at times, but yet there is, uh, and I'm sure those that are listening to this podcast, uh, you can attest to this. You can probably resonate with it. There is this like melody. There's this something that makes sense. Sure.
1: Um. Yeah. We're good? Yeah, and I can come back and delete that. Okay, cool. Sorry. I, so, I did no, panic no, a little bit. No, no, it's good. Yeah, it was, it was, we're just running our <laughs> mouths talking, and we're like, it didn't get
0: any of it. But, uh, you know, there's this unspoken uh, melody, this unspoken harmony that's just like, it's screaming. I say it's unspoken, but it's screaming to be expressed. Like, there is something on the inside that says, I know what it's supposed to be like. You know, it's that same thing that drives an artist to form out of nothing, you know? To cause a musician to write down a great melody, to cause a painter to just like start with one line drawing something to start some guys that try to make sense of the world, start a podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it says, if we just build it, it'll come. Mm -hmm. If we just lean into a better world that hope is just on the other side, you know, we just got to break through. And it that wakes me up in the morning. That makes me want to just push and just say, okay, I'm going to find it. I'm so it's an
1: embodiment. It. It's an embodiment. You know, it's in, it's in our bodies. Um, and uh, I think this will be a good place to add this, that uh, I'd like to bring in some other materials as we talk about hope and develop this particular theme. Because one of the ideas of this podcast is that you and I both have a Christian background mm-hmm. um, and we both uh, identify, well, I, I will say for myself, I still identify myself as, excuse me a Christian. In fact, I was brought up in as a Catholic Christian and and I actually identify myself as Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe not with a big C, yeah. <laughs> a small C because yeah. the word Catholic actually means... Universal. Universal. Yes. And in fact, uh, catholic, uh means to make whole or whole making. Mm, so there's wow. a, there's an invitation into the participation of creating holism. Uh, never the, knew that. That's just by the very man. nature. Yeah. By the very nature of integration and integrating our own inner worlds um, into more of a, of a wholeness. And I don't know if this is true, but I have heard that the word holy in English, we use Mm -hmm. the word holy, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. comes from the sense of whole or holistic. I've heard that before, too. uh, Which is very interesting because, you know, what do we have here in the West is this idea that to be holy is to be without impurities. Yes. But that's not the wisdom definition of holy. Uh, It really would mean to be a whole person where we integrate the shadow sides, to the sides that we can't see of ourselves so far, mm-hmm. um, but lean into it, as you say, lean into those dark places inside us. Yes. Um, that does make a difference into creating something holy outside of us too. Yeah. And then also to, in, the, the to holy, to integrate our masculine and feminine principles inside ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these ways are to move towards wholeness But in the Latin languages, Mm -hmm. holy comes from uh, the word, like in Spanish, for example, it's uh, um, santo. Santo, yes. Santo. And santo is coming from uh, the word to heal. Mm -hmm. So there's this interesting sense that some ways you can define holy as healing. Wow. So just different languages might have a different way to take that on. But um, the Christian background we both share, but I think we both have, uh, for myself I would say, I've not transcended Christianity. I've included all of these other things that for me uh, create a more holistic understanding of what it means to Be a follower of the universal Christ. Yes, uh, that I can definitely appreciate, and the embodiment, in particularity, of Jesus of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. But I see, I see you, Fred, as another Christ, Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 also when you're walking your path and moving towards your own whole holiness or wholeness, uh, that's an example of how I'm. That's an example of a Christ I want to follow. Yes, Uh, when I see a tree. Um, doing the tree thing and yeah. creating wholeness in itself as it grows and grows. That's another manifestation of this whole making this Catholic small c universe. Everything mm-hmm. is groaning uh, for wholeness. Yes, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, would you mind sharing a just briefly? Because then um, I know that you and I could talk forever on this stuff. But briefly, like, what does it look like to have uh, for you? The trajectory that got you here, uh, where you're you're situated in spirituality that is integrating all these other parts. That man, if I'd if I'd met you what 25, 30 years ago and said, guess what? In twenty five or thirty years, you're gonna be interested in this stuff. You'd be like, Satan, get thee behind me! Oh,
0: I totally would have. I totally would have. And that's what you know. I, I just I'm I'm able uh, now. You know, I enjoy laughing at myself. At least once a day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one of That's my good. biggest inside jokes with myself is uh, to see how you know to where where I'm I am as opposed to where I used to be, right? Uh, and one of those uh, things is in the form of how how uh, the ideas and expressions of the sacred. Uh, there's this project, this process within me that is integrating. Integrating different expressions of the sacred. Uh, I've come to a place right now, like my thing that I say, what am I, what do I do? Um, and my thing that I do in my expression, in my way of life, is to make the sacred positively contagious. That's my that. whole thing. Make the sacred positively contagious. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, you know, for the longest, I looked at the sacred as a... Uh, Almost like a zero sum game, you know, either you got it or you don't. Mm-hmm. You know? And for years I looked at that sense of holiness as that sanct being sanct sanct sanctum set aside by itself. And as I lived that way it was it was it was really lonely. Mm-hmm. It was it was lonely and uh unable to Share with others. It
1: was unintegrated. It was
0: unintegrated, yeah. and it was painfully lonely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, coming up as a kid, I, 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 I quote unquote. So I identify myself as uh, now as as, and I'm all over the place. In fact, I I like to jokingly say I'm Catha Bapta Penta uh, Musa uh, <laughs> Buddha Costal. <laughs> That's me. Okay. <laughs> okay? Uh, and and that's been a joy to come across and find, uh, because there was a time where uh, I quote unquote gave my life to Christ. I was raised in Catholic, so I went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. I remember being a kid talk, hanging out with the priest, and it's interesting. Raised in a Catholic school, but uh, being raised part of my life in the South as a young kid before uh, elementary, we all went to you know Baptist church. You know a, a traditional southern missionary baptist mm. church right uh my mom uh, we went through a, a, a rough divorce and really physical uh you know physically traumatic and all of that and my mom got us out of a dangerous situation a life and death situation oh. and moved us all to california and she said okay we're going to practice our faith openly this way and i was i'm catholic surprise, you know, to us kids. And you're going to go to Catholic school and go to the Catholic church. And I remember going to Catholic school and I remember hanging out with the priest and it was something about, you know, the old black, uh, missionary, Southern missionary Baptist church that you go in and everybody prepped the building in a cultural way that you just felt this, you know, un this tangible presence that was unspeakable. Right. Uh, and I did not completely understand that in this new expression Catholicism. So I went to the priest and I told him, I was like, I just don't feel God like I used to feel Him back in you know the church. And so I think I'm supposed to do something else or be something else. And I remember the priest told me, okay, so said, I need you to do you know three Hail Marys oh, for no. our fathers <laughs> and then go talk to your mom. <laughs>
1: That was the hard one. That was the one. He knew that was the one <laughs> yeah.
0: level of penance that I could mm. that would change everything. Yeah. And sure enough, my mom's like, "I don't care what you do. You are staying. you know, and, uh-huh. you know. Long long story short, I eventually uh, kind of got into Protestantism, and as I got into Protestantism. I got into this sense of the sanctum and it's got to be like this okay. and that way and only and, you know, arguing over words and arguing over points and mm-hmm. positions and all of that and found myself trying to embrace the all in a very lonely place.
1: Yeah,
0: How could I embrace the all when I say, you know, You can only play with my toys if you play this way and and act this way. And I have the right to rip my toys away from you at any given moment, you know. And it was never about the game. It was never about play. It was just about my toys. Okay. And so as I went on in my life, um, I started just seeing expressions of the sacred and beautiful expressions of the sacred in all types of different ways, and especially as so many people I've met in life. And I just wanted some of their beauty. Like, how do you see the sacred? Let me know, I wanna know. Because I've come to a place now that I see uh, the expression of the sacred, uh, the human expression of the sacred. The best I can do is almost, in my opinion, it's like painting a portrait. And a great artist can appreciate other great artists, because all we're doing is trying to paint the inspiration mm-hmm. that we really feel on the inside. And the best we could do is every day pick up a brush and try to paint. You're right. And so uh, I want to know from someone else, you know, how do you see the sacred? How do you embody? And how do you? How did you fall in love with the sacred? How did the sacred? Em- it- capture you Mm -hmm. and how do you express that oh I like how you do that okay I'm gonna well this is how I do it but I like how you do it and it opens me up Mm. and so the whole uh, goal and mission to make the sacred positively contagious has kind of become over the last maybe 15 to 20 years what it's boiled down I realized okay this is what I've been doing for the last maybe 45 years of my life uh, trying to figure that out, and if I be honest, yeah, the last fifty-five years of my life. So yeah. okay, I just turned fifty-five. Oh, nice! Trying to figure out how to embrace and enjoy the positive side of the of of the sacred, mm-hmm. and how to express that in a way that it becomes uh, contagious to others.
1: Yeah, So I I love that it, and I think um, what I I would add to that is what i'm hearing the words the positive side of the sacred i'm not what i'm not hearing from there is i, I don't think you're saying this is that there's a negative side to the sacred mm-hmm. but rather the positive side is the integrated side
0: the integrated side uh, yes.
1: that when you move to the integrated understanding of what of the world then we start to see that everything is sacred um and that changes our perspectives, yes. that even the so-called looking like negative stuff or negative catalysts that we might receive in our life um, can look really sacred on the other side of them yes. when we look back. But I think when we have a kind of hope that we're talking about, and, and certainly the hope that I see embodied in you, I mean, just being in your presence, I think it's the beard. I'm going to say that. <laughs> but um, I think... It's that we can be in this space in our life right now of even pain, you know. Yeah. There, there might even be a, an, an anxiety or a depression or um, a conflict that we may not be able to get over right now or we don't see how we could. Uh, but if we've gone through enough cycles of gone, going through liminal space, the pain of being vulnerable or out of control or we can't control our life rather and then moving to some so- solidity then looking back and saying well I never would have gotten to this solid foundation had it not been for that right. if we've done this cycle of dying and rising dying yes. and rising over yes. and over again enough maybe we can even trust that when we're in the liminal space of lamentations like I just don't know yeah. where to go from here that that itself can be even a place of joy. Yes. Like you've got this weird paradox of being in joy even as you might be experiencing difficult times. Right. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's in some way a good way to describe hope. You
0: know. I like that. I, I to me, I think when I hear that, I think of the blues, mm. which you know you is a derivative of
1: yeah. of jazz,
0: which is all American, very American, very Western. Yeah. Uh, in its uh, uh, inception as well as its expression. Uh, the blues, the idea of the blues is uh, I've hurt so much, hurt and don't even matter no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blues is Billy Holiday sitting down saying, good morning, heartache, sit down. Come on over here and sit down. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you anymore. I'm not scared of you. I knew you oh, was wow. going to show yeah. up. And come on, girl. Sit down over uh-huh. here. Let's talk, <laughs> because because I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna deal with you anyway. Yeah. Good morning, Harvey. And I'm
1: gonna have you. And I'm gonna, I'm have, gonna have you. I'm gonna have fear. I'm gonna have fear. But I'm gonna not gonna pain. let it control me.
0: But and and what I'm gonna do, and this is what I love about the blues, like the 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 grinding, the 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 when when the blues when a bluesman grabs a guitar, and when they take a chord and they bend that chord, it's like Neo in the Matrix bending the matrix oh, right yeah. it's 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 going in there and saying this feels off so the same way that you sonically feel the offness of this my life supposed to be in g but it's gotten pushed just waned up, <laughs> it's for a, waned little, up yeah, a little yeah, bit it's yeah. pulled down a yep. little bit and guess what it's coming back it's coming back. That
1: is great
0: but yeah. but 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 stay with me in the pushing. Mm. Stay with me in the waning because mm. it's in the trip uh, up and then the trip back down yeah. that we find that spot, yeah. that sweet spot. And after a while, the craziest part of the whole thing is that the whole song sounds so sweet. It's the it's the pain of too much tenderness.
1: Doesn't ooh wait wait that's good. The pain of, of too, too much, much tenderness. tenderness. And
0: yeah. when I say tenderness in this sense, it is both tenderness of things being tender as well as the tenderness of things being sore. Well, you know
1: how <laughs> and, you tender. And, and, and a, I tender. A piece of yeah, I, I, I by to beating eat. the t- <laughs> chicken. Yes, by <laughs> yes, yeah. taking
0: that that it, sledgehammer the and the end of being the, tender. the pain of you know, tenderness.
1: It, 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 yes, that is just fantastic. Tenderness that's done to us, so we feel like it's done to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yet, when we're tender, we're able to absorb the juice yes, of life.
0: Yes, yes, right? yes. Right? So much, yeah. So much is you end up opening up to yeah. so much, you begin to walk gingerly. Uh, you begin to softly. open up softly and say, what's yeah. going on? You yeah. get to a place that's true liminal space okay. where you say, saying. What is happening to me? What is going on in my life? I and, and and in that openness, you're right. All of the elements that that could make it so much sweeter are just absorbed yeah. into this density. Yeah. And then you're ready to cook.
1: Oh God, that's <laughs> that's just. I'm sorry. But you, clever, but you know what? You know what? And it's the fires of love. <laughs> it's the fires of that, love that's cooking it. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I I am. I am uh inspired these days by uh a passage mm-hmm. in it's in all the gospels I mm-hmm, think but I mm-hmm. think in well in, in the canonical gospels not John but um in Luke especially Jesus talks about um, I came here to set the world ablaze yes and yes. my anguish is great until I am myself baptized in this fire yes And then the next, um, uh, he leads that and he says, I've come, do not think I've come to create peace cause a bring peace. I've come to bring division, you Mm -hmm. know, and from now on in a household of five, three will be against two and two will be against three and so on and so forth. Mm And, um, you see, one of the things about what I love about you and, and certainly what's been attracting to me, uh, attractive to me in terms of spirituality, is not seeing things from a surface level.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, You had mentioned earlier spiral, Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that we're hoping to address and talk about in our podcast here, in our work, is to bring in developmental stages Mm -hmm. and acknowledge and honor those things. So things like spiral dynamics and Ken Wilber's integral theory, uh, we want to talk about that. Because if I'm circling back to this um, piece of what Jesus says, uh, what is this fire he talks about? What is this baptism he talks about? And why would he be bringing conflict as opposed to peace? Because on the surface level, it seems like that's a problem, what he's yes, saying. Yes, yes. And then I have heard it said by people who. Um, are interpreting it from more of an early stage spirituality, a more fundamentalist kind of spirituality, right, right. and they can use these words to legitimate uh, an abusive kind of way of ministry yes. or relating to other people. Yes, but that is, um, I think, from a a more integrated perspective. Mm-hmm. I would say I would offer, and I wanted to see what your thoughts about this. I would offer that the the fire itself. Is the fire of love,
0: hmm.
1: and uh, love does have its own luminosity. Yes, it does, because love is the very nature of the infinite Creator, mm-hmm. and the infinite Creator is wholeness itself. Yes. And it's not wholeness in a; it's not just wholeness in a pure potentiality aspect, like a white light mm-hmm. that contains all the colors. Yeah, but it's wholeness. In the sense of all of the colors, uh, all of the shadow sides, all of the light sides, everything held together, Uh, unity is diversity maintained and protected by love. Diversity in the intricate, infinite varieties are all held together in this thing called love. That's wholeness. Yes. And wholeness has a frequency. And that frequency is... A light or a luminosity that, if we're not open to mm-hmm. welcoming this, it does burn. Yes. Like when you and I go outside, if you're being indoors all day and right. your eyes burn, don't yes. they? You're yes. Yes. They're I have exposed. To come. Yeah. To, to where eyes.
0: where greater light is is yeah is at home. Yeah.
1: And I think that. Um, Jesus's fire that he came to bring was actually the fire of wholeness, hmm. or at least that could be what. In, in, from one perspective, that inspires you and I is this this idea of the law of one material. Yes, where uh, fourth density, the density meaning the word density meaning a certain kind of uh, vibrational condition of awareness of unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a rock could be. Sacred, but doesn't know it's sacred, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> you know, right. Um, could be the one infinite creator, but it doesn't have the awareness, the conscious awareness of its unity with all things. Mm-hmm. Where, um, where us humans, for example, we have the ability to grow into that awareness yes. of what we already ontologically are, which is one in union with this one infinite creator. The journey towards awareness takes many, uh, many, many times during one lifetime and many lifetimes to get there. Yes, yes. But uh, if we're not prepared for something, then it can feel like a burning because it's all the places inside of me that are not integrated. Right. Or the places inside of the macro, the, the community that are not integrated. You bring the light or the luminosity of wholeness to that there's going to be a singeing,
0: yeah, man,
1: a purging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's also, and I think this is when Jesus says, "I have to go through my own baptism," I mean, certainly we could be talking about his own crucifixion, but I also wonder if the baptism is, is that when a person is moving into a greater wholeness mm-hmm. than where they were before,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh and it becomes a transformative, new way of being, yeah right. Uh, there's a before and after, you Mm -hmm. know, then you won't be well understood by other people. Right. Even people you just, that love you and you love, but it's all of a sudden, God, Fred, you know, what what happened? What happened to you? (laughs) You (laughs) changed, yes. So there is a loneliness in that too. Yes. It it may not be a loneliness that you feel when you're alienated, Mm -hmm. but there's a certain kind of, at least in my experience, and maybe I'm just with my own neurosis, but there's a somber, almost melancholic aloneness mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: uh there's a joy of being connected, but and also maybe a sadness of being misunderstood, uh, but also a sadness that the people that might be judging me right, right I love I'm capable of loving them any, even more than I was before. Yes. Uh but there's a distance between us.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: in, in some ways. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's a burning. I don't know. What I, are your thoughts? I, well,
0: one one of my thoughts is that um, uh, I, I thought about the idea of like if I'm looking at the mirror, uh-huh. okay, in the bathroom, and I see what's going on in my face, and if I have something on it or whatever. When I turn up the lumens mm. in the of the light, now I, all of a sudden I see more detail. Oh. I see clearer. There's a, a scripture uh, in Psalms that says, in your light, we see light. Mm-hmm. And I just love that word picture, in your light. So the greater the luminosity, the greater uh, luminosity, mm-hmm. I guess you could say it like that. The greater the luminosity, the, the the greater you see.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I could be existing on a certain level of luminance and think, okay, everything's fine. And then all of a sudden the luminance... The lumens turn up, and I realize it's not as fine. Now it's two things that I could do: either I get mad at light, I can get mad at the mirror, and I can crush the mirror. This mirror is telling yeah. me all projecting, of, you know, projecting, and I'm projecting. Uh-huh. Or I could just say, okay, that is some little extra action going on in my nose right there <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't see. You must have seen mine, <laughs> right? Me right, this morning, right? I- right? That, that <laughs> I, you know, there's a little. <laughs> Food from last night, and yeah. my tooth that I I told my wife that I yeah. flossed, yeah. but yeah. the truth is, yeah. in this greater level of life, mm. I see that I did not. Mm. Now either I could now, now I'm at an impasse. Mm. What am I gonna do? Am I going to respond to the light and act accordingly, or I'm just gonna say okay, that's okay, and. Uh, to a degree discount what the light is there for Mm -hmm. is to help me come into a greater awareness. Right. And in that sense, I I, I like your idea about Jesus saying I'm being baptized into this type of love. Uh, There's probably about three days ago I came up with this and I've just been sitting with it that my, my latest definition of love as simple as possible is the invitation to surrender.
1: Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, my elegant. La- yeah, my, 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 my latest mm. definition of love is the invitation into surrender. Yeah. I mean, because when we, you, you have that child, you know, we love that baby, uh, but, uh, you know, we don't know what we're in for yeah. <laughs> for the next 18 yeah. years That is a series of, I got to change the baby. I got to make sure if that baby's uncomfortable, I'm going to do whatever I can do to make sure it's comfortable. And I'm integrating all of these different ways over years, over years, over years. And then even 18 years, and that baby is now a big boy, a big girl, and it's ready to do its own thing. There is this secret sorrow that I, as the person that bore that child, have that that child does not know. What is that? Is that this is a wonderful journey and
1: I'm going to lose
0: you. I'm about to lose you. You're about to get out there and go and And you don't own. even
1: understand how much I love you. Yeah,
0: you don't even understand how much yeah. I love you. And that's yeah.
1: okay though, right? And that's okay because yeah. you
0: got to find
1: out. I think, and it's a burning, is it not? It's
0: a total burning. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Because it, 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 it assaults the old yeah. order. Yes. It assaults the old okay. order and it burns it in the sense of saying, you will not exist on this new plane you gotta <laughs> you, you've got to let go yeah. it's the, it's the invitation to surrender to let go and I think Jesus coming uh, to, to on earth uh, agreeing as the scripture says in a precarnate, uh in a preincarnated state okay okay pre-incarnation. Okay, I've had I've had preachers ask me, do you believe in reincarnation? I said, well, I definitely believe in pre-incarnation. <laughs> okay. Because pre-incarnation tells us that from the foundation of the earth, the Son of God uh, came uh-huh. to save the world. He knew that he was coming. So Jesus, in a pre-incarnate state, said, uh, I'm going to do this. And now he's in the, like, as is reported, as John, as Luke reported, uh, that he's saying, this is a baptism. Yeah. And I've got to be consumed. I've got to let this thing consume me. And I got to let love just do what love does. Yeah. And do not think on a surface level that I'm just going to come and make everything on a surface level right.
1: Yes. Because luminosity of wholeness. Or the the frequency or brightness of whole love, yeah. love as as it's as it's given to us, packaged up in a whole in a wholeness, right? right burns, right? It burns, and yes, uh, it causes divisions in the sense that um, you can you, you will necessarily go through what is often translated in the Bible as uh, conversion or yes. repentance. Yes. But those are unfortunate words because yes. they've gotten their overtones now of really not uh, uh, helpful tone right. to the words repentance and right. conversion. But right. the word is metanoia. Metanoia. And metanoia means literally change the mind, and the mind is considered the heart, Yes, uh, heart mind. Mm-hmm. And and change it in terms of enlarge it, enlarge the heart, see bigger. Oh. So when, whenever Jesus Expand. says convert or repent, really the words the, the the message there is learn to see and include it all, and then that's how you transcend. It's you include it and then transcend. That what you thought wow. was wrong, what you thought was the enemy, what you thought that you projected your stuff over there, uh, is is is. Is no longer you can no longer do that. Mm. You can no longer be in the old room of your life when you start to see that what is over there is inside here, both the the, the shadow side perhaps, yes. but also the love. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm talking to somebody that is outside of my group, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I grew up in or something like yes. that. And everything about what I believe means that they should be the enemy or wrong or right, different. Or right, You can't be as smart as me or blah, blah, blah. Yes. But then all of a sudden I, th- I see a kindred soul. Right. Uh, I'm surprised by love. I'm surprised by the mirror that I'm seeing there because it's not a mirror that I expected. Right. And it helps me to then integrate a greater wholeness. But there's a part of me inside of me that I also have to recognize. That is, uh, I'm being, I'm perceiving because I'm also perceiving something beautiful in you. Yeah. So whatever I perceive beautiful in you, there's a part of me there. Right. Whatever I see wrong with somebody else, there's going to be a part of me that's not integrated to. And I think that speaks to this union and unity that is just true uh, in the nature of creation.
0: Yes, and that's where, uh, like, where paul he says that all of creation is yearning all mm, of creation
1: groans, groans and and it's
0: asking and i love that that's i hadn't thought about that in the sense the metanoia uh to expand mm-hmm. so so i mean expand from inwardly inwardly expand out yeah for the so jesus comes on the scene and the first message he has is repent for the kingdom of god is at hand yeah and so how would we translate that? Yeah, we was like, you know, you're wrong. Feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: God is here. But and if we could translate that from feel bad an integral perspective, an yes. integrated perspective, we would say, open your eyes because everywhere you see. Is
0: the kingdom.
1: <laughs> is the kingdom. Yeah. I'm, 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 re- I'm
0: looking at this. It's a really cool book that came out. It's called uh, Before the... Ch- after Jesus, before the church, okay, and it's uh, a group of scholars that were ex- that are examining the first two hundred years mm. of be- of before Christianity was quote unquote Christianity, mm-hmm. and so they're looking at it and what they uh, are using instead of the word kingdom of God they're using God's empire because it was empires against empire. You yeah, know, it was the Roman yeah. empire that was running everything. Right. And, you know, within the first 200 years of, you know, after the resurrection, you had uh, Rome demolished Jerusalem and all, you know, all of these folks scatter, And so, so much of their message was about, okay, I know it, how it all looks. It was the, it was the audacity of hope. Mm-hmm. I know how it all looks but this thing, you know, is not what it completely seems, yeah. and so they use this idea of the empire. So it's like expand because the empire of God
1: includes it all. Includes it all. And what, what I what I'm hearing you say here is that disorder, yeah, is actually a part of the kingdom. The kingdom, because you don't get to wholeness right. without a lot of Breaking up because the 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 order, uh, Richard Rohr, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, uh, uh, a mentor to both of us here, uh, lays out these three boxes. Mm -hmm. You got order, disorder, Disorder, and reorder. reorder, Yes, and you don't get to reorder without going through Through
0: disorder.
1: And disorder is, is can be so painful. Yes, because whatever makes sense to us, whatever made sense, and gave us a sense of identity, existential identity. I mean, it is said that people can live without most things in the world, but you cannot live without meaning and purpose. It always leads to death, either physical suicide, yes, uh, or killing other people, Mm -hmm. or the death of a soul. I mean, in a sense, you're just kind of a lifeless body. Yes, yes, yes. So... Disorder is the big problem. Uh, It feels like it's a big problem. But if we can hold space for that disorder Mm -hmm. in our lives, but also in the world, like right now, uh, the world, as you opened up this podcast with, with this idea of another, yet another shooting of a black man by a, a white police person, policeman. And then we have the war in. Uh, Ukraine um, and then we have our political environment is <laughs> yes, <laughs> it seems so disordered yes. how do we put it, all of these pieces together mm-hmm. but if we're looking at the Jewish diaspora as you talked about the temple being destroyed mm-hmm. uh, the physical temple being destroyed, destroyed but then this kingdom of God uh, shows that the temple is not actually a physical temple, but it's actually this idea of the temple being love itself. Yeah. Uh, then an ecclesia or a, a, a gathering of humans connected heart to heart in love is itself the temple. Mm-hmm. You don't get to that kind of macro or lived experiential reality without a lot of disorder. Yes. Yes. and that would be the new the reorder wouldn't that it? that would be the reorder it is this sense of uh, the kingdom of God here and now amongst us hearts joined where we can say I accept you in your wholeness and brokenness mm-hmm. because I myself am both whole and, and broken, broken. yeah and I'm not looking to distinct to get away my brokenness right um, I'm not looking to only see perfection as the absence of imperfection. But rather, um, I'm here to say that in my own groping and groaning, as Paul says that the universe does towards wholeness, Yes, yes. I'm a part of that universe. I'm a part of the infinite creator, God, becoming. Mm-hmm. And that becoming always goes through the order, disorder, reorder, and then the reorder becomes the new order, order. <laughs> and it goes all over again it's and it's a, right. but it's it's a c- beautiful cycle it's a spiral it's a spiral it's a cycle but it goes it's moving somewhere yes it's yes, moving somewhere yes. to greater complexity yes, Right? yes 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 yeah.
0: and i and i think the importance of understanding it being a spiral more than just a cycle mm. it's almost in the same way of how we learned what uh, atoms and what molecules look like you Ooh, know the yeah. old idea of the atom yeah. was the two dimensional you know that yeah. that, that circle yeah. and you've got these you know pieces outside and yep. that was looking at it in <laughs> a be, flat sense that's right and and really when you look at an atom it's like a ball yeah. it's like it's just like a solar system uh-huh yeah <laughs> it's a solar system so the whole thing is fractalized you yes. know yeah. uh, so as above
1: as above so below as below so above So above. and you know that's such a beautiful point fred because if it's true here there you go it's true up there yeah and yeah and if it's true up there then yes. it's true here and this is one of the things that i think the podcast really uh can maybe provide some voice to mm-hmm. is the sense that the work of ascension, I know that's a big buzzword in mm-hmm. new age communities, sure. and I'm not throwing it out, mm-hmm. but the movement towards ascension is actually not to escape or try to escape... right? this incarnated third density experience. Right, right, right. But rather, it is the, the movement up is actually a, a movement down.
0: Yeah, man.
1: Or you could say the movement down to really incarnate in these bodies to embrace love in the here and now, in the midst of our the immediacy of our life situation. That in itself is an ascension.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. And, yes, and it I is.
1: think that that is the onset of... Uh, this fourth density, this breaking mm-hmm. in of a new kind of uh, reality, yes. where humans, according to the Law of One and, and other sources too, and I think we can find traces of, of this in the New Testament, where where humans uh, will be speaking uh, less by just words. Right. Um, it will be a full energy exchange.
0: Yes, of understanding heart language.
1: The heart communicating to the heart mm-hmm. um, will be a gnosis. I will know what it's like to be Fred. Oh, you will God. know what it's like to be Doug. Yes, yes. By our intention to literally connect right. energetically. And and what happens when that
0: becomes the, the, the prescribed norm that we pursue? Yeah. That's the norm that we pursue. It uh, starts now, too. It starts it? now. Yeah. It starts now. Because then we say, we don't want to get rid of police that kill black men no what we yeah. want to do is and how can I say yeah, this? Bring, I want to make it real it make it real we want to connect with police both black and white mm-hmm. that know how to connect with that person to where there is not a need because that that, that killing is fear-based that's right. I have some, okay, I we don't have to go into the ridiculousness of what is it that I fear. Like, have you noticed that we constantly have to say uh, police killed an unarmed black man, an yes. unarmed black man? Yeah. And the reason why so many times it has to be said unarmed black man yeah. is because in our minds, the way our society is set up, when we hear the police killed a black man, well, what did he do? He must have been armed. You know, he must have he, deserved he, it. He must, he must have have deserved, deserved it. Yeah. He is a threat. That's right. And so that's yeah. the reason why. So we have to say, well, he's unarmed. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, that's the because you would terrible. never hear
1: that he was an unarmed white man. No,
0: you don't <laughs> never hear that. Yeah, You
1: don't hear that. So,
0: so, 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 what, what is going on in all of that? Well, that you know, he's unarmed, but still, yet he was a threat. But he was laying on the ground. Yeah. And yeah. you know, he was uh, he didn't yeah. have anything, but he, you know, he had this 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 taser that didn't work on him. Yeah. The taser did not work on him, but he had it in his hand. So that's the, Hey, that's enough of a threat. I just got to, how do we get beyond that to where we reach into the hearts of, 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 of who we all are back when Mm -hmm. Trayvon Martin was killed. Yeah. Uh, Back when Trayvon Martin was killed, I put a post. I said, "I am Trayvon, and I am George Zimmerman."
1: You said both. I am both. Wow. I'm both of them. Yeah. And I'm
0: sitting with the pain. Yeah. Of the deep.
1: Well, can you imagine how much pain. fear that that uh, Zimmerman must be and must have lived must live with all his life. Oh,
0: and it's justified fear because now he's got folks around him that's funding him and just saying, yeah, you did the right thing instead of sitting with the pain. To me, I look at the book of Ezekiel, when Ezekiel, the scripture says in the first part of Ezekiel that he did not even wanna go to among these refugees, right? And he he says God sent him among these refugees, which that within itself is an amazing picture because the history of that book tells us that he was actually, uh, he was in chains with them being pushed out of his land. But he as a prophet said, God's in this some kind of way
1: yeah. <laughs> and so he's like he, he, trust? he had hope he
0: had hope yeah. that God's in this some kind in of the way brokenness. that I'm being pushed out of my land yeah. and I'm among these refugees and it says that he sat among them for seven days in silence not saying anything and to me that's such a great word picture and a prophetic picture of sitting with the pain and silence and just embodying what is going on here and being able to see it from different perspectives and points yeah. and eras to the point that when I emerge out of it, what I hope is that we emerge as Amer- as an America mm-hmm. who no longer want to kill our most vulnerable mm-hmm. and call them our most violent. Mm-hmm. We are calling our most vulnerable
1: our most violent, our most violent, yeah,
0: and our most prob- and that our be biggest the metanoia, problem. That would wouldn't it? And that's metanoia. Yeah. We would come emerge out of it a human human race that no longer will pick up weapons of war. And actually bomb a pregnancy, a preg, you know, yeah. a shelter that's sheltering pregnant yeah. women. That we will just we. Will, I don't care who orders me to do it. Yeah. I mean, the the one ray of hope are the Russian men who are gouging their gas tanks and selling the gas.
1: Yeah.
0: To 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 Ukrainians <laughs> to say I didn't even know that this is what we were told to do. I won't do it. There has to be a place where we all yeah. changes just say. that's like me reaching my hand into fire I'm just not going to do it anymore and that's my prayer and hope that's the type of hope I believe that Jesus is
1: calling us to to repent because yeah. we can no longer treat one another yeah. like this. But that burn, the, the, the moving from the old order, if you will, yeah. the the quid pro quo yes. order where I'm scapegoating or seeing the other as the enemy, mm-hmm. to, to move to this liminal space of where I don't know who's the enemy, I don't know what's real. That is a burning because it's not comfortable. We don't. We can't. I. I don't know who I am yeah. if I don't know who yeah, yeah you, you got are. yeah exactly you got to <laughs>
0: surrender all of that yeah. and that's that's why I I, I use the, the the term that it's not just about you know we're not after trying to get rid of police that are killing black men yeah. no we're getting rid of the heart that and not even a getting rid of we're we're engulfing and allowing the fire of true deep love mm. to say. Let this engulf you. Yeah. To the point that you will not. It's just as if you're killing your own. Yeah. I'm not going to. Well, gonna isn't do that it. what
1: Jesus said? Is love your neighbor as yourself. And what we usually translate that in English, mm-hmm. um, how we think of it, at least interpret it, is love your neighbor as much as yourself. Mm-hmm. Even though that as much as is never in there. Right. But the Greek word, apparently, and I just learned this today. Uh, in between love your neighbor would be the equivalent in English as love your neighbor, as a statement, equals love yourself. I love it. That uh, to love your neighbor is to say I'm loving the self, since there's only one self, capital S, S here. Yes. And just to bring it back, um, I remember the big arguments about defund the police, defund the police, and of course the... You know, it was just a huge issue. Defund the police, and what? What do you mean? We're going to have all these people killing everybody and blah? You know, with mm-hmm. all this. Um, I think what what I'm hearing you say, and uh, it, as it resonates with the earlier parts of this conversation, is that it's defund the defund both financially, but also energetically, energetically the and the old financially. way of doing. Yes, it. yes, 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 yes. De- defund that. Yes. Uh, bring in uh, an aspect or a training or something where you, you help uh, people who are called to be police people, which is I think we need. Right. We absolutely need. <laughs> but, but to ha- help them to have that metanoia, the include and transcend to so expand. that they can see the, quote, broken yes. as not evil, but rather um, – uh, and there are times to set boundaries – Right. but to do it from a place of compassion mm-hmm. uh, first. Right, right. Uh,
0: uh, one way that I look at the the whole uh, argument of defund the police is like this. Just like we would tell um, 18th century, 19th century, probably 18th century, uh, surgeons, it's time to defund bloodletting.
1: Oh well done, yeah.
0: It's time to <laughs> defund, defund bloodletting blood with, with leeches. With leeches, <laughs> <laughs> we really have to re—we have to rethink this. We have to defund it, and I could see a bunch of people say, "Well, you can't, you can't do you that."
1: Know, what are you talking about? What are you You're talking gonna...
0: about? And it's like, mm. but let's let's continue with the journey because we're gonna find some things out. Okay. That is going to be so much more holistic uh, to where we would understand there is no way in the world in this day and time yeah. should we be th- even remotely thinking, uh, hmm, he's got a headache. Maybe I should throw a leech yeah. right there on that temple right there. That's right. There's no, no. Yeah. Well, how did we get there? We had to stop doing Things the old way in, yeah. in explaining and hoping for and trying to explain away that,
1: yeah. But at the same the time, we had it. to have uh, science, for example, explore new ways. Yes. And then the people who were in the old ways have to come to a, a disorder spot where yes. it's like, well, I don't know what's right. Yes. <laughs> and, that,
0: and that, in my opinion, is the invitation to surrender.
1: There you go. That's it's love. The,
0: that's, and that's love.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, this was fantastic. It's a this great was opening. Fun. Um, for all of you there we are interested in metaphysical issue uh, topics uh, the law of one material um, uh, spiritual traditions of all different types um, and also i think good counseling skills i myself am a mental health counselor I've been doing this for about 21 years and uh, have a master's in theology you have a master's in theology. I have a
0: master's in theology. (laughs) Uh, My background is uh, I'm a communicator. Uh Uh, I travel and speak. I speak in schools often. Uh, My background beyond that is I started a gospel rap group years ago. No kidding. And so uh, I have a big, a deep affinity on grabbing like in one hand culture and understanding culture as it is, Uh as well as holding on to you know ideas of Mm. sacred life and sacred living and how that works in reconciling the two Mm. uh i i I like to use the the term i'm a student of culture Mm. and a student of the spirit and a reconciler of the two
1: well that's the place of jesus is it not
0: that's that's how I see them yeah that's kind of where I got that I'm like okay how do I I I was mentored to have a bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other well there you go and to walk in the everyday world with people and connect with them and live by story and live by what's really going on and and try to find hope out of out out of it
1: all yeah and just to uh, conclude in on that term what's come to me in the past two weeks, and I don't remember, maybe it's because I'm always talking about broken and wholeness, but then I started to put the two together and I felt like, I wonder if it's not our job, Mm -hmm. uh, our sacred vocation, the word vocation meaning calling. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, and calling is where the world's greatest needs Match your greatest joy. Yes, okay? man. And so, the, I, I feel so strongly about this, and I think many, many, many people do right now. Is how can we love brokenness into its wholeness? Mm-hmm. So you take something that's that that it's. We love the brokenness into its full wholeness as much as we can, mm-hmm. but we can't do that unless we have some deep desire and embodiment of wholeness ourself. Yes. So there's that there's that hope is that I'm not gonna say we need to escape this bro- what seems to be broken. Right. But rather know that it's already whole, we have to help awaken it. Yes. Yes. To its inherent wholeness, which is holy, which is the infinite creator. Yes. And that's um, true for the macro collective as well as it is true for this broken and whole guy, Doug. And yes, Fred. and Fred. Yes. So with that, we, we uh, bless all of you. We thank you for listening to us, this inaugural uh, session, this inaugural podcast, and we hope to bring some level of uh, the luminosity of wholeness to the degree that we can and that we hope that you take wholeness, uh, your luminosity, your light, and bring that into your lived situation as it is amen amen and amen <laughs> all right well thank you very good. much take care Fun. yes that was great
0: Woo-hoo, we got the first one in